At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Forever. Dog. Did you guys ever see the no, Dolomite? I never saw the Dolomite. Never saw. And honestly, I know this is the cold of them, but watching this movie made me like fast. Just what is this movie? Right. Like, you want to go see it. <laughs> I just want to yeah, see yeah. this movie. Right. I feel like I knew, always known about Dolomite, but I don't think I've ever seen it in a film. Like, I know certain scenes from it. And then watching this, I'm like, oh, I've seen him shooting right. at the white people's feet. I remember that. Well, what's so funny about it to me is like, Black exploitation as a genre has been so mocked and parodied in yeah. our time mm-hmm. that I don't see any of them as real movies, really. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like funny to like think about it as like Dolomite was a black exploitation movie, but like almost like a joke of a black exploitation movie. Yeah. But at the time when those movies were actually popular and nobody was necessarily thinking of them as jokes. Yeah. They were just like, that's a cool movie. Well, yeah. I think people thought this one was, like this one, this, well, Dolomite, wasn't that like one of the original parodies? Like, because if you watch, um, I know I've seen um, um, Cleopatra Jones, is that it? Mm-hmm. I, know I've seen, I know I've seen that and I know I've seen like one of the Jim Brown movies and I'm like, they were not funny. Yeah, you know what I mean. Whereas I'm like, oh, he purposely made this one funny, so it almost felt like one of the first parodies of a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what made it so like groundbreaking, right? But it, but it wasn't actually a, it wasn't yeah, actually it, necessarily yeah, meant to be a. Parody. It's one of those like it's it's one of those first like so bad that it's funny. That's good. <laughs> yeah, 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 and like it's the disaster artist before the disaster artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is so funny because this is almost. I mean, that may be really good to compare as we talk about the actual movie because they did the movie about making the disaster artist and now we have right. a movie about making Dolomite right you know what yeah. I mean? so it'd be so fun right. to kind of compare the two um and I, the other thing I want to talk about is like what what makes a comeback performance because th- this has been <laughs> this has been just dis- described as come back but I'm like did he have to come back like did he have something to come back from? I think Eddie had a tough time, man. I think those, I mean, he, uh, yeah, those family movies, man. I think it was tough. I think it was tough. Which what? Which the, like? I mean, he went from. I th- man, I think it was a down. I mean, it was tough. He went from like down yeah, I mean, spiral. You had Dreamgirls and Norbit come out. The you know. But this is my thing. I I'm a Norbit. So is it, is it's it from that? I like Norbit. You like Norbit? Oh, I didn't like. But it. I think he had a lot. I think he had a <laughs> lot of stuff that was bad. Even before that, it was like. Before that, because I think like he had what was it the movie like the Mansion? wishes one haunted mansion. We liked haunted mansion. Like those yeah, family movies, I don't mansion. think were great. It was a nice family uh, movie. Uh, what was it? A, a thousand words. Well, that was after Norbit, right? Yeah, a thousand he had words. One, meet he had Dave. A, he had a wish one though. Um, meet Dave. I think might have been before. Like he had a bunch of like weird PG thirteen was after these Norbit. Movies, like, yeah. but I don't even know if those movies are considered bad. They just like were I think for, they're considered bad, but they're not. They're also not for. Yeah, they're, that's they're for I, like family. Yeah, yeah. I think you had a comedian who did things like Beverly Hills Cop, who did like these hard forty eight hours, and all of a sudden he made all these family movies, and it was like, I think 
Nutty Professor one, people were like, "Oh, this is hilarious." Doctor Doolittle, people were like, "Okay, we get what's happening right now." Yeah. But then it became like, it became watching him cash in. I think is what it sure. felt like, and it was like I don't. He was know. also doing Shrek. Was that at the same time? Shrek was two thousand. Was that the same time as these other movies? I oh, mean, maybe one of the sequels. <clears throat> oh, it's that's like, true. Shrek was what was sustaining him. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you don't... These other movies, it's like, you don't need to... It doesn't matter. <laughs> a Thousand Words came out in 2012. Oh, wow. I remember that. He had... What was he? Mushu? How do you say that character's name? From, um... From, um... Uh, <laughs> Mulan? Mulan? <laughs> I don't remember. I, man, I love that dragon, dragon, man. And that dragon's not in this live-action movie. It's not. It's not, and I'm This so dragon's upset. a part of the story, though. Like It's actually a part of the actual written story. I don't know if everybody likes that dragon, actually. Who doesn't like the dragon? I think there are people who don't like that dragon. Come on! <laughs> I mean, that dragon just in Disney terms. Like, Disney is always like, cool, where's the crazy talking animal at? Like, that they always that do that. True. That's true. So, I mean, to like to get rid Imagine of it. Imagine that. That was the other one you were playing. Imagine that. Yes. That. So, yeah. Meet Dave came out in 08. Imagine that 09. And what was Dreamgirls? I don't know. I don't think these... He's what, saying all these movies... Dreamgirls was 2006. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it was that long ago. Yeah. And then his last movie... So it went from like a thousand words and then the next one was it was Mr. Church. So, but Mr. Church was supposed to be his quote unquote comeback. Yeah, the, but yeah. I didn't see but that. But then he had to That's go away again. That's the only one I didn't yeah. see. Eddie Murphy's one of the I few people that like keeps making movies that are considered bad that I still go to see. Oh, you do see them. Yeah, and the do only one I didn't see was Mr. Church. So, <laughs> do you see, do you see uh, all of them in theaters? Like, when they're out? No, like, but I, like, make a point to see, to watch them. Uh, Mr. Church was rough, man. Because his performance is really good. It's just the part, if that, it was a Morgan Freeman part from, like, the 80s or early Yeah, 90s. I ain't trying to see that. Like, it's just, you just don't want to see a black dude just come out of nowhere. Literally, literally comes out of nowhere Starts cooking for these white women, right. and then like kind of helps raise the the daughter as the mom. Kind of, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know why he did it. The name was Mister Church. Yeah, yeah that's man. a that's like that's a pretty bad name. You know what I mean? I mean but his especially because good. Dolomite is my name. <laughs> yeah, like why Mister Church if you don't Dolomite is my name? You know? You know the thing is. Well, you say it once, we get it. Like, you ain't got to do it. Are you saying, wait, but I'm trying to understand. He's saying he's Dolomite. No, no, I don't think that's what he's that's saying. He, that's what he's saying. He's saying he's Dolomite. Dolomite. Yeah, you're right. I was talking like Eddie Murphy is like, why, Eddie, you know, is my he, name is not Mr. Church. Dolomite is my name. So he's Eddie Murphy. I no, thought he was saying. because I thought he was saying, like, it's like, Mr. Church is a bad name, but, like, my name is, like, like Dolomite is my name. Like, it's like, that's wait, so, name. so you thought he was saying. Like, that's the name he rides for, like. Dolomite is my name. I don't know if that made know? it worse or better than what he just did. I don't know. I don't know what just happened, but I feel like I hate when we start off this way. Uh, oh, God. Let's start the show. You know Jonathan Raylock. James the Third. Drop Billy Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Dolomite is my name. And fucking up motherfuckers is my game. Woo! I don't think he did the woo, but... Oh, Dolomite. He, wait, why are you... Dolomite. T- wait. <laughs> See this going right into this? Dolomite. No. Dolomite. Dolomite. I don't remember the... I don't remember the course. Is that it? <laughs> I don't remember any of the course. But... 
<laughs> it's so uh, funny. I mean, yeah, we got to talk about Eddie, man. The year great. of Eddie. Uh, He's about to have a good... Is it the year of Eddie? It's about to be... It's about I to be think a good it's going to generally be a pretty good year for him. This year and next year, I think it's going to be like... Like a good sorry. school year. Like Wait, when is yes. the stand-up special? <laughs> so oh, so yeah. starting starting from like <laughs> now to, until yeah. next year. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. The school year. Yeah, school year. Right, that makes sense. Coming to America comes out next December, I think. Next December? I think it's in December. Wow. I mean, they put a lot of faith in it. They put a lot of faith in that movie more than they put With Friend of the Pod. Yeah, Jermaine Fowler, baby. That's wild. That's it's so, wild. So, crazy. so wild. My man's life life be so different now. Uh, so cool. Yeah, um, and his special rumor was it was coming out in December, but I've I, is I don't know. Okay, anymore. well we'll figure it out. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, this amazing voice you're listening to right now is Jonathan Braylock. I'm Draw Milligan. This amazing voice you're listening to right now is James the Third. Um, yeah. Hey, little, <laughs> little kid, you got to get out of the... Uh, what? <laughs> little kid, no you got to... No one's going to trick or treat yet. No one's going to trick or treat yet. Hey, everybody. How's everybody doing? No, Halloween's over. You got to yeah. leave the studio. <laughs> get out of here, kid. Get uh, out of here. Um, we are a film that. review podcast. Yep. Mm-hmm. We review films leading back that black actors. Uh-huh. We talk about the context of race. Talk about the color of your skin. And diversity in Hollywood. And the lack of people with melanin in their skin. Starring the Hollywood stuff. Uh, and today we are reviewing the Netflix original movie, Dolomite is My Name. Dolomite. And fucking up motherfuckers is my game. Yeah, that's hey, the yo, tagline. Yo, Netflix. <laughs> Netflix is like, if all works out for them, they could potentially have four movies that have some type of Oscar contention in it. Two Popes, if Eddie gets nominated from this or anybody, anything come from this, mm-hmm. then they got uh, The Irishman and then they got Marriage Story. Oh, wow, yeah. you gonna just forget about Laundromat with the uh, Meryl Streep? Hey, come on! Oh, is that a movie? The Laundromat. It was a show. Hey, come on! Oh, wait, is it? I don't, I don't know. Is it a movie? No, you know, I, I don't know. I think it's a movie. You know, oh, I, oh, don't I, didn't, know. I don't know. Oh, wait, no. am I wrong? No, no, you might be. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. You might be right. <laughs> I have no idea. I just saw a poster. I've never seen the trailer for yeah, it. No, it's, it's a movie. Yeah. It's a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right, it's a movie. I've, oh, is it? I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah, it's out actually. Oh wow, I didn't even know. Yeah, it's got a forty-three percent of Rotten Tomatoes. They've been putting so much effort into freaking. Irishman, I haven't seen anything else. Uh, but Meryl Streep is in it, so you know it still has a chance to get nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, at least her. She be, she be getting nominated for movies that nobody sees or likes. Oh yeah, hundred percent. She's Meryl Streep. Have a chance. It just is gonna be nominated. <laughs> that's, the like, best, that's the when best. When they go to do the nomination, like, okay, what did Meryl do? All right, cool. Hey man, she's one of the best living <laughs> thespians. So um, that's one that takes care of one. We don't even have to think about right. that. Right. So this film, yeah, it definitely has some. It has some buzz. Mm-hmm. Uh, it of course is, ba- it's a it's a it's considered like a bio, pick or yeah. is it like a or, it is like a bio it is, yeah it is, right it is, or, it is. or no I guess not a full biopic but it's like based off a of true story yeah. so um you have the actual person Ray was it Ray Moore Ray, this would be a biopic though right because it, it's not Rudy just about Rudy the Ray Moore movie it is like about, it's about Rudy the, yeah it's about Rudy's rise to, right. Yeah. yeah, and also the beauty of Rudy again. Like I don't know that much about his real life. I was trying to Google him, so I can't tell really what kind of person he was. My man lived and died in Akron, Ohio. Oh, did he? Yeah. Shout out! Oh wow, he wasn't born there, but he he lived. That's there. where he retired to. He lived. He lived there for a time. That's where he got. That's where he got popular too. With the, with the yeah, stand-up? I think so. I think that's, that's at awesome. least where he worked at. The, I couldn't actually figure out where they were. I thought that was they. Were, I mean, they obviously were in in L.A. when they yeah. filmed it, right? <clears throat> well, he said at one point in the movie. 
he didn't move to LA to be the manager of a record store. Got yes, it. he says that in the movie. So I'm assuming like they wanted to move. Like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where where he was, but the movie took place in L.A. Yeah, um, right. But it's so funny thinking about Rudy. It's like, uh, uh, my mom, my mom definitely knew who he was. <laughs> She's like, I remember his comedy specials. Because uh, apparently, yeah, my man was out here being graphic, baby. Like just out here. <clears throat> here are some of the uh, comedy special names. Uh, below the belt. Makes sense. Beatnik scene. Uh, let's come together. Hell yeah. <laughs> Eat more often, which is. I get what he's saying. I get what he's talking about. about. Yeah. This, that's the one they This talk about. pussy belongs to me. Wow. Uh, the cockpit. <laughs> Sensuous <laughs> black man. I can't believe I ate the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Dolomite is another crazy uh, nigga. Yeah, this is. Close Dolomite. encounter of the sex kind. <laughs> Good old big ones. Wow. This ain't no white Christmas. <laughs> Raw, rude, and real. How many specials he have? Oh, man. He did a bunch of specials, Yo, that's bro. that's that Dolomite. Wow. Uh, I, and I actually didn't even name some of the other ones, like The Player, The Hustler, Zodiac, Return of Dolomite, Merry Christmas, Baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Just to clarify, from Arkansas, wow. says that in the movie, Fort Smith, moved to Akron, then Wisconsin. In LA. All right. Well, anyway, we uh, we decided to review this film because of the because of the buzz. We it's an Eddie Murphy vehicle. I think this movie will get a lot of views. I think so. Um, no. oh, you know, yeah. and so it, it it's a big one. You know, because we do we we try to be selective about these Netflix movies because I know mad people be like, why don't you do this Netflix movie or this one? And we're like, there are so many, and most yeah. of them I don't think too many people are seeing, but I feel like a lot of people will see this one. Um. Uh, what else do we need to say? I mean, because of it, though, we can't. We have no idea how many people are watching it. Yeah, not yet. Uh, not yet. I'm sure Netflix will tell us. Um, unless it doesn't do well, then they will never tell us. Um, and then we don't know how much money. I mean, it doesn't really make money like that because not. It's like in theaters only selectively, so that they can get these Oscar plays. We're a little further out, so we don't actually know if it'll get any Oscar nominations. Uh, uh, but it is about uh Rudy Ray Moore who was um a stand-up comic and made this film a black exploitation film called Dolomite uh which did very very well yeah um on his own all right shall we shall we talk for, first and first uh, initial thoughts yeah. i'll go first i saw this movie a while back and i love it like i you know what it is it is one of those movies that is one of those like glorified biopics where like we didn't learn a lot of like his his vices, you know. What I mean, we kind of only saw like we maybe mm. saw a little bit of it, but the glossy side it was very positive, very poppy, which is kind of things I don't like. It's kind of why I didn't like Bohemian Rhapsody um, that much. But for some reason, Bohemian Rhapsody was way darker than this, though. Kind of man, you need to watch Rocket Man. I don't know why I'm plugging Rocket Man, but I feel like you need to watch. No, Rocket I saw Man. Rocket Man. I love something about Rocket Man. I was like, this is honest. <laughs> no offense to like. Bohemian, right. it's fine. No uh, offense to like, Bohemian Rhapsody. It's fine. Like he but won I mean, an Oscar. He, it's good. But he, but in, but I, all I'm saying is, compared to this movie, you know, there's no like, there's no like scene where in like Bohemian Rhapsody he's like on drugs and like has a huge fight with his wife who he and he doesn't even, you know, and he's clearly gay and like has all this like. Yeah, I think they shot away from a lot of stuff in that movie. But mm-hmm. I see what you're saying though. Like this one to me was like it was what made it so cool to me. Is that while watching it midway through, 
it made me want to go do something. Mm-hmm. Like it was like any goal you had, it was like, oh man, this dude, which I had to like I, I went on this rabbit hole, like for the real extent, like my man was like 45 or something like that. Like was he was at the point where like people stopped trying. And the fact that he changed everything so late in the game, quote unquote, I was like, that is truly inspiring. Like even the fact that like the movie touches on it, but I think it was even worse. Excuse me. When he finally had the movie made, I think the the time period between when he finished the film and before it actually got screened was a very long period. And I'm like, yo, my man still never quit. And like, I love that idea. I love seeing like this black dude with no hookups, no struggles. I mean, not no hookup, no like. Like he had the financial struggle, he had the age against him. He also was like not super handsome, and yet he still figured it out. I'm like, that is cool. Um, yeah, like I love movies like that where it's like my man wins in the end, and he takes everybody. He does the thing; he takes everybody with him too. That's what I love. So I'm 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 here for this. And Eddie's performance was cool. You know, I like the uh, what's her name, the actress who um, was the yeah co- played lady. Uh, what Lady, is her name? What's her name? Uh, uh, Devon, Devon Joy uh, Randolph. She was great, um, Lady mm-hmm. Reed. So yeah, and then also you know, they had a lot of black people in Craig Robinson. Wesley Snipes' performance is like my favorite. I don't know what that guy was like in real life, but whatever Eddie was doing was hilarious to me. So yeah, I'm down. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I basically just second everything that Gerard just said. I thought the movie was great. Um, it was it was fun to see Eddie back. It was fun to see all like so many people in Black Hollywood turn up uh, for the movie. It made me mad interested in Dolomite and who he was and his legacy. Like the like. Uh, the whole movie, I kept feeling like, oh man, I really wish I had seen <clears throat> this movie to know what like what this is about or even had heard any of his records or comedy before this. So this was my introduction mm-hmm. to Dolomite. Like in looking back I realized like I've seen him in, you know, like probably four things, but um uh but like didn't know who he was or or, you know, why I should know him, you know. So um I feel like the movie does that and um you know, it's fu- it, <clears throat> it's funny I will say my initial reaction to the trailer was like, I was like, oh man, I'm not going to like this. Eddie doesn't seem like he's going forward or like really getting into it. And then I realized like, oh, it's because like (laughs) he's playing this person who puts on this facade at a certain time, you know, and like, and and he wasn't really that, but he was reaching for that. And so like, you know, like I think I had a misunderstanding of what I was looking at when I originally saw the trailer and then really thought it was super effective watching how it happened in the movie. Um I'm trying to think of what else I wanna say. I and and just <laughs> I was like, this better work out the whole movie. I was like, I swear if this don't work out, I'm gonna be, I'm I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> like I was just checking Wikipedia right. and stuff when it when they when they were reading the the uh Reviews, I was like, oh shit. Oh man. <laughs> I was like, I can't I can't believe. And then I went on Wikipedia and they were like, Dolomite is, is widely considered one of the greatest black flotation movies of all time. And I was like, oh thank God. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that, yeah. That was great. For sure. <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> this movie was interesting to me. Like it, I 
Ultimately, I think it's a good movie, but I don't know if I enjoyed it as much as I thought I was going to. Mm. Um, and I think that's for several reasons. A couple of it is a couple of reasons are my fault. First, I actually didn't really understand what this movie was until it started ha- until I was watching it and then I was like, "Oh, this is like this is a real thing." And I didn't realize that it was like a real like <laughs> oh. I didn't realize it was like a, you know what I mean? Um uh and again, and I think I like I said this before, because of things like Jackie Brown and um, Black Dynamite and just uh, just different jokes and stuff and media like uh, yeah. black exploitation, it feels like a joke to me. Mm. Just like as, as a regular, like or it's just like it's so over the top that. I almost didn't even understand, like, by the time he starts to try, like, try to make this movie, why people weren't, like, down to make the movie with them. Yeah, like, you didn't uh, get why, you it know, was ba- why it was bad. Like, I bad. did, because, like, I mean, they had that, like, perf- you know, T.I.'s in, and he's like, yeah, uh, he's not fine. as portly as you. and <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah. like, you know, not as portly as you. And, like, you're not Jim Kelly, you know? And you're like, uh, okay, but so what? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, See, just, I don't think the movies were supposed to be funny. I really don't. If you watch them, yeah, like when you yeah. watch, no, I understand that. Now and, it's just silly, <laughs> right? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like it's hard. It's like they're they're not funny, but they're like, you know, they're like kind of cheesy. They're they are over the top. Um, and this movie just seemed bad. Like it's just a bad version of that. But then, I guess people just liked it because it was they. It just like leaned into what these movies were, which is like mm-hmm. a B movie, which. Yeah. Um, I guess those were popular at that time too, like B movies. Uh, you know what I mean? You like you just watch like a sci-fi or a horror film that's just like, mm-hmm. you know, clearly not shot the best or whatever. Yeah. The acting's not great, and but it's just like it is what it is, and yeah. it doesn't shy away from what it is, and so like you kind of like it. Um, these kind of movies are always weird. I'm I was never a person who went to midnight screenings of Rocky Horror Picture Show or like <sighs> so funny. Yeah. or the Room, like uh. uh and people love the room, you know what I mean? And uh, it's like funny, but like I felt similarly about the Disaster Artist, where I was like, it was good, but I don't know, I don't really care. You want to go? You want to go see a midnight screen in a Rocky Horror? What's that? Do you, you wanna, do you frequently do, do I go watch? to those? I, I went to I went to, a, I went to one in Santa Monica here, like I mean years ago, and I went to one in um, Chelsea in New York. It is an insane fun. I've been, I've been. It's like it is it is yeah. People are into it. Yeah, people are like in costumes, like people are throwing stuff. It is like I've I've seen the room once, and that was just insanity. Like I don't I didn't even know what the movie was about because I couldn't hear shit. Yeah, right. People just like yeah. saying the lies. Yeah. yeah, like I've never. Hey, we should do it though. It's insane, though. It's definitely an experience. I'll, I'll, I'm down to do it. Let's um, do it. Let's do it. I will say this. Um, it's so fun. I felt like I felt like ultimately for me the movie was a little long. Like it could have been shorter, and I think I would have I would have like, enjoyed it more. It took a while to get to the movie part of this. Like, um, uh, it was ultimately a feel good story, which is cool. It because it did make me feel good at the end. Um, I was laughing. I just thought I would laugh more. Um, it's not yeah. a straight up comedy, you know what I mean? But it's also not that dark or that dramatic either. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. kind of like this is the Dolomite story. Like, take it, take it or leave it. Well, I right. think they were trying to inspire people, which is something so interesting because it's hard because it does have that um hidden figures thing where it's like it's so glossy, like the problems are there, but they're not really touched on that much. 
Yeah, no. Because that's not, not what they're trying to do. It's like, it's all bright colors. I uh, actually don't even know really that the problems are there. Like, I don't even know. When what. he when they, when they he was his most down, that scene in the diner, and he's like, y'all pick, he's just y'all, mad pick his, y'all pick, and then. He's just mad. Right. And but then, it's like, you're like, you're like, yeah, he's upset that he's losing money. But then <laughs> Mike, his reaction to it is like, why are you acting like you ever took the word no yeah and said, yeah. you know like yeah. he just kind of like casually he's like he's like hey man just keep trying just keep <laughs> at it and then he's like oh and then he has another conversation with the other person and then he does it and it's like but it's not it wasn't super inspirational for me either because we don't see him younger like we start with him older and it's kind of sad and it's funny too and we'll talk about it but then I guess I didn't have that thing of like, it wasn't that. What I did think at the end was like, oh, this is like, he's such a sweet guy, you know? Yeah. He's a sweet guy. But I wasn't like, I didn't feel that thing where you're like somebody who's been trying so hard for all their life and they finally get the thing and they're like weeping and you're like, oh my God, yes, you know? So, um yeah, I get that. That said, I thought Eddie Murphy's performance was great. Like, I literally was watching the film like, Eddie Murphy is such a good actor. It's crazy. Yeah. He's so good. And yes, Wesley Snipes, like, <laughs> oh, like stole the, every on, scene Wesley that he was Snipes. in. He was so funny. You just walk up on, on me because you saw me in a strip joint. <laughs> <laughs> like, you think you can just come up here? I got an agent. Mm-hmm. I got I've, uh, got, an, I've got a manager. Yeah. I've got, I've I got, got uh, an entertainment lawyer. <laughs> Like I, you would oh, not yeah, come man. up with me if the, I was white. <laughs> and you're like, that's so funny. He was man. great. Um, yeah, like the supporting cast, like Mike Epps and Craig Robinson and Keegan Michael Key and Titus. Like they, they were all they were all really good. Um, but that, but 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 ugh, I gotta bring up her name again. Like this woman, I think just was so freaking excellent, um, yeah. Devon. Because again, like she talks about something that is so interesting, where she's like. You never see a person like me. She was talking about um, Lady Reed, but she's like, you never see a person like me on screen. But then watching her, I'm like, shit, I feel like I've rarely seen a person that looked like you on screen. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, which is kind of crazy. Like me. Uh, I love it. I love it. Um, I'm here for it. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly. So why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day and up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. And look, guys, I know you're like me. Sometimes unexpected instances come up where you need a little extra cash. I know for me, we, I got two dogs. Every now and then, one of these dogs eats something that they're not supposed to eat. <laughs> they be pooping, on, uh, you know, doing yeah, something. And I'm I like, we got to take this dog to the vet. And the vet's like, you got to give me my money. And I'm like, goodness gracious. Well, that's why you got something like earning because you can make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Jump Under Podcast, subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. 
See Earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I- I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless, on the road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. So, you open Google Chrome on your phone, you're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with, when you're supposed to be working. But this site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. And then Chris Rock, cool. random, oh, right. random Chris cameo. Rock. His Chris Rock cameo. and Snoop. Kept that a secret. Chris, Chris Rock, Rock wasn't even in the opening credits, was no. he? Nope. So yeah, Chris Rock and Snoop Dogg and T.I. Mm-hmm. Other uh, cameos in this film. And then we also have... Uh, 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 Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. Yeah. Odenkirk. Is in there. Yeah. Is in there. It was fun. Odenkirk. It was a fun cast. Yeah. Like, look at you. Um, cool. Shall we, go, shall we get into yeah. it? Let's get into I'm, it. I, so yeah, like because it starts off with him... And Snoop in a record store. Right? Yeah, he's trying to he's trying to pitch Snoop to play his album. Got to buy my record. Got to, this 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 was fire. This was fire. Yeah, he's not gonna you to get all the clubs popping right here. This one right here because he had ring a, a bunch ding of dong. What? <laughs> ring a ding a ring a ding a ling a dong ding. Because <laughs> <laughs> he had he had different songs for every yeah. like yeah. genre. And Snoop was he just like, so dude, songs. all this is old, dude. Like this is what my parents listen to. Like I'm not, I only play the hits. And, <laughs> and he brings up like Marvin Gaye. And he's like, Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye sucks. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, makes no sense. Yo. Uh, and then he walks out of the, and then he's like, I think we both need to get back to our jobs. And he walks out of the of the radio booth and you realize he's in a record store. And then he's the cashier and he's like, bring somebody up. And you're like, yo. He was at work trying to get his joint played at work. He couldn't get it played at work. That dog. was the bad part. It wasn't even like it wasn't like the radio. It was. It was just the off. It was like the record store's radio station was like, "Nah, man, I ain't playing your shit in here." Like, nah, so I gotta good. play the hits, ring a ding dong. I can't play that. Yo, that's a, that's messed up, man. Also, I don't know, man. It was something really relatable. Uh, uh, I feel like a lot 
a lot of entertainers happen where you have that job that is your day job and like the job has went on for just a little bit too long you know what i mean like you're at that job the job pays but you're still there and something about being there just like kills your soul and spirit a little bit Mm -hmm. it's like you can have things bubbling, but the fact that you got to clock in and clock out that same shit that you were like when you were younger, I'm going to be here for a year. Yo, why are you making everybody feel bad? <laughs> no, because I'm saying, because I relate it. People I, listen like, to this like, ah, oh, damn. Because yeah, I, right. I I'm still at that job. I'm, like, clock, I'm clocked in right now listening to this shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying like I, like, I just had to go back to a job like that. And it's like, yo, it is a weird thing. And I felt like it was so relatable seeing him try so hard. Yeah. Even that small, even in this very small thing, like. Again, like Britlock said, it wasn't a real radio station. It mm-hmm. was just the store's music. In in December and January of 2017, 20, 2017, I worked at a movie theater still. And it was like, oh, this was my first <laughs> job. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first job I ever had. And last year I was doing it. And it was like, oh, I hate this. No, man, it's one of those things, man. I think everyone has the job. It was just so, so interesting. I had to, to see. clock in and say, enjoy your movie to people. Go to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, enjoy. Thank you. Enjoy, enjoy your it. movie. Did you hope they enjoyed it? I had to go see who was, and people were in. It was like, oh, yeah, I auditioned for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, Gerard, I know what it's like. <laughs> No, I'm just gonna be saying, yeah. man. I just thought it was relatable because he was in his his character is in yeah, his man. 40s and still doing that same thing. I went back to my old job, not even my old job, a worse one on Monday, and I was like, "Shit, this is what this is like." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm here yeah. for this. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash office hours live. So uh, he also does stand up at a, at a club. Uh, his jokes are nothing. He's not good. He's not good. <laughs> He's very not good. Um, the the guy who runs the bar seemingly is like <laughs> he's like I, you just you went over your time, but also keep <laughs> like, just keep it moving. Just, <laughs> he's just a host because I do think he's not good at telling jokes, but he is good at bringing people up. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean because yeah, he has yeah. energy. Uh, so there, he's just like, yeah, you're good at bringing people up, but like, yo, you got you got two minutes to tell jokes, and that's it. And he's like, well, I think I should be doing more stuff in between. He's like, no, yeah, like you're stop. The, MC. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I can say that's so cool too is that like Craig Robinson is in the band. Um, Craig Robinson, yeah. And to me, what's so cool is 
is how supportive his tribe was. You know what I mean? Like even that scene, very like, yeah. supportive. Like they were all, like they were never against him. It was like, all right, bet you got this idea, bro. Let's get it. Like that was yeah. so yeah cool in a way well, that what I didn't un- fully understand at first. Yeah, because I was well, like, wait, what? What I what I liked about it was it was like he was talking about. He was like, what if I? What if somebody put it down? They all like kind of clowned him. Then he like left. Then he just did it the next night. And then while it was going on, Craig Robinson was just like, all right, cool. I'll come out and play this piano real quick. Yeah. yeah. Like, but, that but, was but, like, but even and, when they clowned him, though, even when they clowned him, Mike Epps came out and was oh, like, oh, yeah. What did he say? Like, he no, said like, he apologized. Yeah. Like, no one, to me, it's so interesting. He apologized because for making fun of him. If that was my man's back home, like, I think that's how it would go down. Like, we never mm-hmm. see it in movies, but it is that weird. It's like, I will, I will make fun of my friend Tony who makes music. I used to make fun of his music all the time. But then yeah. like, he comes out and was like, yo, can you post about it? I'm like, yeah, bet. Like, I'm not going to not do the thing. Right. I'm just going to make fun of you when you do the thing. You know, yeah. I don't know. Like, I make fun, like, we make fun of each other. But we still do the thing for each other. And, like, I thought it was cool that it was, like, because he was opening up, like, for Craig. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was cool that right. it was, like, Craig was, like, also take this back seat. I'll, like, play this. Because he still got his set. I might just help you with yours. Play this while you do your thing. That was, that was cool. cool. Who was Titus? Titus was the um, producer. Yeah, so Got he was it. like worked at him, worked with him at the store, and he produced everything for him. Got it. Okay. Um, um and then, uh, basically, he gets this idea for his this character because, uh, an old homeless man is like in there in the record store. He has to get him out, but like he starts telling this story, and and uh, Dolomite's like. Or it's not Dolomite, right? Rudy, Rudy's like looking at him, like, "Oh, this is like actually really like fun." Because like, the whole store is listening. The whole to store him. is listening yeah, to yeah. him. And he's it's like, so "Oh," crazy. and so he just. <laughs> and this is the part of the movie. This is the part of the story you would like to know a little bit more about. Same here. Yeah, I agree. But I like, agree. he goes just to an alley, finds this guy, pays him money to like tell him his stories, records it, and then has all the other homeless men mm-hmm. around him do their thing and they're all like rhyming and being like you know they're just doing all these rhymes <laughs> uh you know i like i man i'm trying to remember some of these rhymes well, they're, what, they're really funny they were funny yeah, but they, they also funny. are like but they're so all random. sex they're yeah. all and they're all crass and really right. crude and yeah. like and sometimes you're like is it a joke you know like some of them are just rhymes yeah. and then some are like okay there's a joke baked into that and then others are just like but that was the beauty of that scene like again i we sh- I am so fascinated with like, did he ever go back and pay them more money? Nah. Yeah, there's no way. There's but, no way. But it's something so interesting where it's like you see him take what they said and him trying to craft a joke out of it, like back at his apartment later on. Right. Like, oh, that's not a good punchline. Uh, maybe we make yeah, this. You're right. And then he, yeah, so that he you're like, okay, he has some them, skill. You know, who knows how much he paid them that that night, but he did. Yeah, pay it seemed them. like he paid them like $15, 20 Yeah. Yeah, but when he showed up dressed <laughs> like that pimp, though. Paid him. You showed up dressed like the pimp. I was like, oh, man. So it's up. You look like you dress like a pimp. And he's like, I got this new character. And he's like, just stick with your original jokes. I don't got time for this. Yeah, my man is not for him, yo. He's not here. But then, of course, he just kills. He crushes. Yeah. And it's so crushes funny. Crushes the first time he does it. But it's so interesting because that drum, like when the man just comes and gives him a little drum in the background, like, oh, man, this you made a vibe. Um, Ooh. She got down so low, she sucked, she sucked an, an earthworm. <laughs> that is the best line. Yeah, that one was great. I That's mean, one of, one I of the homeless li- people said that. One of the no, he. I well, maybe one of the other, but he said it in his first Uh-oh. in his first like thing, and I was like, 
I was like, if I hurt, I would be like, yeah, there's this fire. Yeah. It was uh, so funny. Like the way that he said it. Oh, man. It was yeah. great, man. <laughs> I will say this. After he has this big moment, he starts selling out that place. Just the fact that he took that money and immediately did his own comedy so. special. He did yeah. his own comedy special, man. Well, so many people, it was, it was selling out and like uh, so many people were listening to it that he was, you know, he was smart. And here is the thing. I mean, this is just true of the African-American community in general, right? Which is you have all of these brilliant, smart, savvy, innovative, business-minded people who were shut out of mainstream, Mm -hmm. you know, capitalism and had to figure out creative ways to make money. And that's the whole hustler term, right? And, like, the thing is, like, hustlers, like, I mean, you can just think of a hustler as somebody who, like, sells drugs. Mm -hmm. But, like, people who, like, there's so many different ways to hustle. And, like, I know, like, just, like, be, like, somebody from New York, like, you know, from, like, people selling their CDs or you know the the kids like like get coming on the with candy and selling yeah. the candy it's like mm-hmm. you have all these ways where people are just finding ways to make money but society has treated them like oh they're trying to do things that are, that are illegal and like and the thing is like you don't even think about it until until it's like kind of put in front of you like He's selling out. He's selling records like from his car. You know, yeah, he yeah, create. He yeah. he gets money. He gets money from his family member because that's the only way you can't get a yeah. loan from the bank. Yeah, because they won't give you a loan. So who do you have to? You have to give money from his family member. Why does a family member have money? Because she, you she know, was in an accident. She right? was in an accident. The state. It was like with the state or something like. Yeah, that. she had to get like like disability or lawsuit money. And her you settlement know? was like not. It was it not a lot. lot of money. And it wasn't a lot of money. And so she get he gets money from her. Records his own album, and then sells the records. You know, just on the street, like for him to get this successful with literally zero help from what all like all the government helps you know what i mean uh it's incredible it's like that person is what would he have done if he didn't have all of these restraints on him you know what i mean yeah Yeah. i mean yeah that's the beauty sometimes like even now when we talk to some of our actory friends and i'm like oh yeah their movies i'm like oh so how'd you get in everything it was like oh well you know my dad helped me pay for rent for like a year and i just took that time to like really take all the classes like oh cool where were you working at Oh, well, you know, he helped me take class. Like, wait, wait. So all the struggle, struggle that some people have to do, you had none of that? Yeah. I was like, yeah, motherfucker, you should have got this. Like when I hear people talk about how they have like, like when I hear about like Trump and people like that, where it's like, oh man, I made this corporation. Like, yeah, with a million dollars, you yeah, started. Yeah, my man said, oh, he, he gave me a small loan of a million dollars. I was like, what, dude? Yeah, because a million dollars is not a lot of money when you have... Millions million. when you have hundreds of millions. I mean, I get it. I'm just like, yo, yeah. I, I it, and the thing is, but people don't think about that the, enough. I really don't. I really like they don't think about even the smallest thing, like a business loan, is a privileged thing. 
that most people do not have the opportunity and access to. Yeah. And it makes or breaks somebody. It's yeah. it's transformational. The fact that he was able to get $250 to record an album literally transformed his life. If he wasn't able to do that, he wouldn't be the per- he we wouldn't be talking about him right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like and he had to hustle. There are so many things that he had to do. Um, and so many black people do these things. Like there's so many creative ways that they think of, they, they figure out how to make their own businesses. And like, yeah, they don't like, there's no light. Like I'm sure like he's supposed to have a license to sell. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all this stuff, which is just little ways in which like the system like makes it so that people do get to stay in their place. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? It's crazy. Um, Ugh. Which is the whole thing happening, of course, now with like weed and marijuana and like, you know, you know everybody's <laughs> still in jail, and now your grandma can sell it. That shit is so trash. Um, uh, so is we're not worst. a political podcast. I'm just saying this. Country no, this is, is not a political no, this country. Podcast. It's just trash. like good god, trash ass marijuana laws. <laughs> I mean, when you think about that, it's like there are people who are like there are people who are serving sentences. Yeah. Whereas, like now, just like literally, I had a friend say this recently. His dad, you know, his dad is older in like the twilight years, but his dad has like started to like like marijuana and is now looking at how to open his own marijuana place right. like where he lives. And yeah. I'm like, oh, this is great. You can just, great, 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 yeah, great. Yeah, make a lot of money. Great. Sell it to all the old people you know, whereas like Rudy from down the street is still in jail for having an ounce on him. That's right. cool. Uh, anyway. Um, so, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, this like, this bit takes a bit. It takes a little while, though, by the way, for us yeah. to get like we, you know, we're seeing we're seeing how, you know, we're seeing him in the club. We're, we're seeing him record the album. Yeah. But no one's going to once he, he tries to sell that, he tries to get the album sold or, or pl- radio plays. And they're like, no one's going to listen to that. It's, it's fil- too filthy. It's, it's too it's yeah, it's filthy. filthy. I know what filthy is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it's so interesting because like. Even this, the fact that he wanted it on the radio was insane. Did they play comedy albums on the radio? Was that a thing? I mean, it, I'm I, sure they played. I clips. imagine that was the way. Now, people did they play heard priors on the radio? Stuff. No, right. <laughs> or Red Fox, they couldn't have played any of those no. guys. No, they played like Cosby and like all the white comics, uh, probably because like it had to be clean. It had yeah. to be clean. Little did the people Which know, is why those fucking jokes Cosby had trash ass Cosby. <laughs> Sorry, I always hated Cosby because I always hated people telling me to pull my pants up. Like, don't tell me. Do you, you don't know me, So dude. you always hated I've Cosby. I've always hated the Cosby show. Fucking always hated it. The only thing I liked about him was that he wore, like, um, HBCU shirts. So like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. When he was, like, telling people, oh, why are you walking like that? Man, shut the fuck up, Cosby. You don't know me. Yeah. I got a, I got a, I got a bum right leg. That's why I do the little limp. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> so I don't know. I want to start right about Cosby. I remember going to my last little bit. Cosby, right. they bring him up in Baltimore. this movie. I remember going to Baltimore to college, and he was in Baltimore, literally as I'm moving in, telling people, "You're going back to school, the STDs and whatever, whatever. You should wait to have sex." And I'm like, "Man, fuck!" I remember him being on the radio. I remember being like, "Fuck this dude." I remember saying it in my car. But anyway, back and to apparently listen. Cosby was is like the reverse Dolomite. I was reading that Ruby was like. Ruby was like grew up religious, like mm. like he would, and he would when people would talk to him about the character, he's like, "This is a character, like I do it as a character," and mm. like, but in his life, he wasn't. Oh, he was not about it like yeah. that. And Cosby, you know, 
you know, that wholesome dude was that was a character. That was he was, you know, he's playing a character because he wasn't really about that. That's some deep shit. That is deep. That is deep. Damn right about that one. When he was doing it, that was for the camera. Right about that one. Wow. Damn, James. Wow, wow, wow. It's really crazy. Well, that'll be Bill Cosby's relative. Wow, James, you just blew my goddamn mind with that. Sorry, what were you saying, Bray? James threw me off. So, yeah, because he gets rejected, that's why he starts selling them. Mm-hmm. He also finds a a protege in the in the yes. cl- Wait, is this this after, was great when it oh, is after he starts touring. Starts, he starts touring. So, he's, yeah, so he's, 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 he's on money. the road when he sees the her. reason that he gets to start touring is because a record company does finally start to sign him because all they just everybody's talking about all the black. Yeah. You know the 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 black community is talking about him. They hear it blasting from radio, car radios. Oh, and I loved that. They, I loved the the devil stamp that he put on everything. Oh yeah, I, was like, I just want people to 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 know they getting something or think they getting something dirty, like or think yeah. something they not supposed to have. Specific is what he said. I thought that was cool. Um, uh, but then I loved that the thing that attracted him to her was she just like knocked out that dude. Like she could see it. He could see he it. He saw it coming up. He saw it going down. And she beat the crap out of that dude. And then, she, and then it was, I didn't the know where it was, was going. There with his, the dude there was there with a side with chick. A side with a side chick. chick. Yeah. And I was like, brother. Man, and you know it's so interesting because, you know, seeing their first interaction, seeing him genuinely like wanting to know her, but her already going through this big situation and being like, yo, I'm not here for whatever you're like selling. Don't try to hit on me. Are you even trying to hit on me? No one hits on me. Like I got kids. Yeah. That dude is trash. <laughs> like her. Like for, for like her whole life story happened in that one moment. You know what right. I mean? And I was like, that was kind of cool to see because I didn't. To me, I didn't know she was going to be a part of his crew. And I was like, oh man, this snapshot of this woman. I was like, she went through so much stuff already. So yeah. then when she joins up, like you know, she's shy. She's bashful. Like I, I don't know. It was something so cool about her. And then when she finally shows up. At one of his apartment shows, I guess. Yeah. One of the apartment shows. Mm-hmm. And like they had this cool moment and they started singing together. Like, yo, this is dope. Cause neither one of these two people would ever lead anything. Uh uh-uh. Like even nowadays in Hollywood, I'm like, do we have a a uh a more portly actor who's like leading shit? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like male actor right. who's leading stuff. What are you talking about? Like who? Besides um Oh wait, a black? Black dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we probably got Forrest Whitaker, I guess. But other than him, wait, not in the same way. Like, like, but Craig Robinson isn't leading any movies or shows. Not in the same way. Like, I was gonna say Craig Robinson, but he's not really. You know, it it would like uh, it keeps like almost happening, right? Um, but not in the same way. And also, Dolomite is like. It's like a, you know, he, it, as he much as that, he's like he that big. someone who, yeah, right? He's yeah, not no, big. he's not. He's not. Um, but he but is like Hollywood. the sex symbol. You know, he does have like that sort of edge to it that like, I don't think there's anybody out there who, who's doing that really. Yeah. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but I'm also, every time you say something like that, I'm like, I can't think of that many leaning black. I mean, you can't. To be too honest, you can't. To begin with. Like, like every time you say that, I'm like, I'm like, okay, well, there's Kevin Hart. Dwayne Rock Johnson, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. We, we still we, we like <laughs> Will but Smith. I want, like, but I want. <laughs> I mean, does Eddie Murphy count? Yo, Martin Lawrence or like is Rel, a little portly now. Right? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I guess Martin's but back. Is Martin out here going like? Is he out here doing the same stuff he was doing before? 
this we were watching Bad Boys Two re- recently, and I kept being like talking about how mad I was at like mm-hmm. what they did to to Martin because they just like downplayed his character so much. <laughs> yes, such. A, I felt like his. I felt like their characters were equal in the first movie. Equally like, was, equally like, equally like, equally cool. Hard. Like yeah. they were like yeah, yeah, cool yeah, yeah, yeah. people, were. and then he became like a dad. Yeah, and it was like, he, but he was he was a dad before. Yeah, he was like, a dad in the first one. He's just yeah, cool. so like, he like could, really became a dad. Why couldn't they make him be the same dude that he was? <sighs> I like it. I, oh, you like I, know, I like bro. it. I, I like it. I know. Like he could have been the same dude he was. See, I told James I didn't mind it either. I didn't like. I didn't mind. Yeah, I, I like mind it. it. It's a funny. It's a funny dynamic. It's a funny dynamic that uh, you have the playboy and the dude who's like the uh, father man who's like he's trying to quit. Like, and that might be fine. Get it, Mike? Because because while we were, I know we're not reviewing this movie, but it was like, any, but I just wanted it to be. They could balance it a little bit more. They could balance it just he, a he little bit. He could have spazzed out more. more. I thought he could have spazzed out more because that one was funny. Every time he tried to woo up and fuck it up. What about when my man with the with the tall kid, Rod, Rodney or whatever his <laughs> yeah, name yeah, was? Yeah, that part's yeah. great. That part's great. Oh, yeah. And he's hard great. at it. I mean, oh, yeah. it's great. And that also feels <laughs> Guys, like... this is not the movie. I know, right. I know. But I'm, saying, but I'm saying, that's an example of somebody who was like, if he was out here doing what Dolomite did or what Uh-oh. Ruby Ray was doing, I would love that. I would love that. Yeah, it was also funny because Ruby had to do it, I mean, Rudy had to do no, it himself. Rudy. He had to do I'm it himself. Um, and then once he gets her, and then they like go on tour. He realizes like he wants. They go see a movie. They go see. They go see a famous movie. They trash. What movie was it? Yeah, it was. Um, um, shoot, no. Susan Sarandon and uh, uh, like it, Walter Ma- Walter Malthow and uh, was, it, was it Angry Man? Was it one of the first? Not this. That was no, no. Man. It uh, also looked boring to me too. I was like, yeah, they, like they trashed the hell out of that movie. In this movie, they trashed it. This movie it. ain't got no tits. This movie <laughs> <laughs> ain't got no kung fu. Is, oh, is it even hey, funny? I don't get this. <laughs> is it even funny? And he has an idea. I gotta They're, get in the picture. Why are you stuck laughing? out Why in that audience laughing? so hard? It was just like all white people, and then these four just black dudes, dudes just shitting on this movie, yo. <laughs> Oh man, wearing hats and suits. Because that was his gift. Because that was his gift. He got everyone like presents. He's like, I'm going to take you out to a movie. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh man. And they wanted to see some black films. Like, nah, man, it's this new comedy out. Let's go see that. I want I want to laugh. And it was so bad. And it was, and that was the other thing, too. He was like, they were like, they say it's supposed to be funny. Yeah, like, he's like, I want to laugh. I want to laugh. Like, man, laugh. Fuck reviews, but that's man. so interesting, man. Like, <laughs> if you think about reviewers, right? Uh, who was it? Was it? It was Holly Berry, right? I think we talked about it before. When Holly Berry was like being interviewed for uh, John Wick, she kept saying she noticed that her publicist kept skipping like the black uh, reporters because they weren't from like, like they weren't from E, they weren't from Entertainment Weekly, like they were from, because not saying E and Entertainment Weekly doesn't hire people of color, but like when you see a lot of reviews sometimes, like the reviews don't be from black people if it's a black movie or something like that, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, it's so funny because thinking about like reviewers and, and people who will say a movie is really good. Comedy is so subjective that it's like it's hard. If this movie's for black men, but then you have like a white woman review it, I'm like, is she gonna get all the nuances that are here for us? That's written for us, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And now that person's review can tank this movie, right. or can like be one of the things that like is a bad review for the film, and that shit still exists. Like, I don't know. Are there any other black? Like, I think about how many black review. Like podcasts, there are, but then also when I look at like Vulture and stuff like that, how many black reviewers are reviewing the thing that includes black people? And I'm like, you know, Dang. all right. It was the front page, Jack Lemmon, Walter Matthau. The Sarandon. front page. Mm-hmm. 
And listen, I'm happy he wanted to make this movie. It's just funny how he goes so, about yeah, it. Yeah, well, he's, I mean, he's just watching everybody watch the movie and he's like, oh, this is how you become famous. Like, this is how you. Yeah, and he so, was looking at that light. He was looking at that light. I thought that was it's a like, nice thing. They, they showed him the looking at the time. light there and then showing him look at the light once he was in. I thought that was nice. Oh, that, that was cool. Man, I, I loved like that. all of that, man. Here's my thing about this. And this is why I felt the movie dragged a little bit, especially in this section, mm-hmm. was that. It didn't, It to me, it kind of took for granted why he wanted to make this movie. And, I, and maybe it's really not that deep. Maybe he just wanted to be famous. Yeah. But if that's it, if he just wants to be famous, then like, I think I needed to see more of that and also see how like, how he was famous wasn't mm. still not enough yeah. for him. Say, yeah, so you need to see the struggle. Because it wasn't like his mm-hmm. dream. So this is the thing. I think this is maybe another reason why I didn't wasn't too inspired by it either. It was because like I didn't actually know what his dream was. Like I don't know if that was crystallized. And it wasn't like it was his dream to make a black exploitation movie. It's not like he was a little kid going like, I can't wait to be a movie star. Yeah. It was like he just wanted to be something. And they kind of talk about this a little bit, which is like his parent, his dad always told him like he wasn't ever going to be anything. Uh, and like clearly hated his father. And he felt like everybody around him always told him like, you're not going to be able to do anything. Um, and he wanted to like prove himself. Um, and so now he's like this big, he's like this like, I mean like not super famous comic, but like a comic that a lot of people know that's successful. He's making albums. He's making money. Uh, and so, why wasn't that enough? Right. You know what I mean? And I feel like I wanted to see a little bit more of that. And instead, it was just kind of like, I got to make a movie because if, if a movie, everybody sees where you are and everybody's like, great, let's do it. And I'm like, wait, what? I think he wanted to be famous. I know, I know. Like he just, he yeah. just wanted straight fame. But I see what you're saying, like, to... Because you wanted to see him always want to level up, but figure out why he wanted to level up. Or just like, I I guess like, there has to be something. I do think, and look, we live in a time now where probably more people want to be famous than ever because we literally all can kind of be famous pretty easily. Just in terms of like, something goes viral and then you're famous for a day. You know, like the idea of 15 minutes of fame is like, literally 15 minutes now. (laughs) Like, you can be famous for 15 minutes and... And, you know, there is something about the human ego that, like, we want that. But I'm, like, uh, I'm interested to, like, get into it a little bit, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, just be- because, right. Because then I'm just waiting for the... St- for the for the thing, the next thing to happen. Yeah. yeah. What's the next thing? So, that's all this was. I mean, because, yeah, because we are saying this, that's really what it was. It was like, all right, we did this. Now we got to get to the movie. He goes to find Keegan-Michael Key, you know? Right. Which is fun. I mean, this conversation this was, great. was fun. The, the scene, the play seemed so overdramatic too. Like watching the play, like, it's way over. Those actors were just yo, but that's, like, that yo. was funny. Uh, way over dramatic. I mean, it was, and then like them, tr- him trying to to coax this guy who's like a legitimate theater or wants to think of himself yeah, yeah. right no right exactly he does it for the culture I, I must yeah. you know I want and, to and the community uh, yes yeah. I must have something that you know some commentary on the the, 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 the social uh, strife and struggles that were you know like he was just yeah great. man we can do it was great he yeah, we nailed can do this we can do cops we can do all that nailed cop this shit. role 
You know those cops? And he was like, okay, but I want it to be real. I want it to be raw. Yeah. I don't know also, why we were talking like that. He wasn't talking no, exactly. No, he did. He did put it on He was here, you know, something like. But I, and to, and to your point, um, Prey, they, they had a fun moment when they were trying to actually write the movie and like Dolomite's like reaching for like, reaching for like all kinds of stuff to be in it. But then he's like, no, write what you know. And then he gets very excited when he starts to talk about what he knows. Well, he's, and what's, like, what's funny is before he talks about what he knows, he's like, write what you know. And Dolomite's like, what do you mean? My life is boring. Like, yeah, like, my yeah. life sucks. <laughs> he does. He's like, my life he's sucks. Like, my life sucks. Yeah. Like, my life is boring. Like, I, I, I don't you know, know anything don't except know about for like, pimps. You know, like, yeah, turning it, tricks in the freezer. Yeah, there's just like so much <laughs> Yeah, turning tricks in the freezer, blah, blah, blah. That's like a it, bunch of interesting things. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good, man. And then he's like, no, use that. And yeah. then, there's one other moment where that happens when when. But Wesley when he said snipes. that, I was like, "Wait, that's his life?" Yeah, yeah. What no, are you talking about? How do you know yeah. about pimps and hoes and stuff like that? Like, how do you know about that? Right. Do you do that? Right. If he and started out back in the day, the he had movie doesn't something. explore any of that. No, and it's one other time too. He's like all that pain and anger that you're feeling. You know, use it. Wesley Snipes' character says, yeah, but it. we never saw the. But pain. we never really see. Yeah, they we like never we really see, see that stuff. Eddie was really great at showing. Almost the entire time, just this slight sadness in the back of his heart where you just knew he was like, he just had a terrible child. Like he had a terrible time growing Mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. Like nobody supported him. He really felt alone and he believed in himself, but was like, but like at times could step back and objectively look at his life and be like, they were right. And, yeah. I, and I hate that they were right. And I don't want them to be right. Anybody yeah. who, I mean, like when you set up a character and their fourth line is Marvin Gaye ain't shit. It's like, <laughs> that's somebody they're bitter. who they're had, bitter. They're bitter. had a troubled life up until that point. Yeah, because like, <laughs> that's his fourth line. You know Marvin what? Gaye ain't shit. We're in the business of hearing no. You know what I mean? And at, at the end of the day, it's like that can like do a toll on your psyche of like, you've heard no. At that point, you started for what? probably 30 some years yeah and that's professionally god knows what that home life was like you know what i mean so that means your whole life people are saying no you ain't shit hey, that's gotta do something to you and i think if we weren't gonna see that backstory or anything like that i wanted more solitary moments of him mm. just existing i get that you know what i mean because we have it like the moments that we have uh, not to skip ahead. I mean, like, we'll go through all the other stuff, but like the moment at the end when he's just laugh, like watching people watch him and laughing and then enjoying that, that was beautiful. Yeah, it was great. It was like, I was like, it, that made me so happy yeah. because you could see the pay, the sadness that's like literally in him the entire movie melts away. Yeah. And he's like stepping in and he's like, I'm here. And we and we do realize at that moment, like he's he had he's arrived or he's felt like he's arrived, like, right? And he's doing the thing that he wants to do. He sees that he is inspiring the next generation, mm-hmm. and that's really all he wanted yeah. to do. Yeah. Um. But we, I felt like the the moment with Keegan just a little bit was fun because like just him being like, my life sucks. Like, <laughs> yeah. my life sucks. Like. What are you talking about? Like, I'm not going to write what I know. Like, I want to write the fun stuff. And you're like, oh, that's that's so telling. But then they don't. It's not like they make a movie about yep. that. Well, you still got the prostitutes, the pimps. 
He got the he didn't have the exorcism the, the exorcism, but he got the team of kung fu women in there though. You know? That like, is an exorcism. Okay, we'll put that in the next movie. And I really hope that it's in one of it. They made like six or seven movies. They did? Yeah, I really yeah. hope it's in one of those movies. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, because what happens after this? <laughs> now, we, like, he does this. He pitches the movie to... He pitches the movie to the white guys. I remember that's when he's in the well, room. Well, he pitches doing... to Tip. Uh, to, oh, he went to Tip first? Yeah. Because gotcha. he went there first because they make black exploitation films. And they're like, we're going to make a movie about, like... a a kid who goes to college and like succeeds and he's like that's boring <laughs> <laughs> anybody want to see that nobody want to see that <laughs> that was so real that was funny and then he no then he um yeah he goes to producers mm-hmm. asks them for a loan and they're like the amount of money you're asking for like if you don't pay us back we'll basically like own your records forever like you have to pay it you have to like we have to do an advance on your royalties um and he was like, all right, I'm going to bet on myself. I, something about that line it could be so corny, but I just love the idea of betting on yourself, man. I, I mean, it is. It's great. Because like at the end of the day, it's like unless you have at least to me, in my experience, unless you have like a hookup or someone's like, oh, I know you through someone else. I got you. If you don't have that, only you can bet on you. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. that. like this is the best thing. Only you can do it. Oh man, I love that line so much. About himself, yeah. uh, I love that line so much. And he had been doing that the whole movie. The whole like, movie. You know. Um, and so then he, uh, yeah. So then he like he gets he gets all the guys. Uh, Titus is gonna be the producer, uh, the fi- the the line yeah. producer, and then yeah. deal with all the finance and all that stuff. And then you got Keegan's writing the script. You got uh, uh Mike Epps is doing cater. <laughs> No, is it no? No, Craig, he does Craig, more stuff too. Craig, Craig was doing the catering and the music. Oh, okay. Catering Craig, and music. Okay. Craig and then, was definitely doing the music. Yeah. And then Mike, what was Mike's technical like? Because he was the one. He was like, "Hey, we got to make sure we fix this apartment. We got to fix this building." He always said it to Mike, and uh, Mike had the cars and stuff like that. Right. Produ- like it's like the PM. UPM yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Maybe it's the UPM. Um, and uh, and then they get. Keegan gets, uh, sorry, the, the yeah, the writer gets like just students from like some college, yeah, like UCLA, from like UCLA or USC, to uh to be like the entire film crew. I mean, yeah, the entire film crew is just a bunch of like white kids <laughs> studying film, getting hey, to make a movie. That was Nightcrawler, baby, in the new X Men movies. Yeah. But he the, looks so much taller. Oh, yeah, he's great. We he's do, not like hunched over. Oh, yeah. and, Wait, do we skip? We skip. Oh, right. We skip. And then, the, uh, uh, and then Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes scene, man. Wesley Snipes. Ooh, so so they're, in a, they're in it. They're, uh, Wesley was so funny in this, man. Like that nightclub. Even if we already talked about the the club scene, but when he shows up here at the the studio, and he's <laughs> like, "Hey, man, how how old are them?" He's like, oh, they're like, he says between what, 16, 19, 16. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, man, you need a crew that understands how to shoot black people. How to, how to light black people. And he's like, hey, that's racist, man. I'm not going <laughs> to. Like, like, no, it's not. No, uh, it's not. He said, I'll, I'll do that. Everybody, 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 everybody can shoot everybody. Okay. And he's like, no, no. No, it's not. It's science. <laughs> Yo. White skin reflects light. Black, black skin, skin absorbs, absorbs light. 
like, the fact that he's that's like, racial sight. <laughs> like, yeah, that. What do you say? He was like, he was like, that is, that is, that is, uh, that is a fact. That's a fact of a theme. He made some film. <laughs> You're quote. doing that with your hands, and it made me realize. I was trying to get to the bottom of like what. What, what am I feeling from his character? And I think it's that like he it, didn't want to touch anything. Yes. <laughs> like, it's like, it's, like what ooh, is this? Um, I, you know, I'm going to be very particular about what I put my hands on. Hey, <laughs> like, listen, uh, you know what? Let's see what else we got here. Um, man, his foot gets stuck in the floor. Does anything work here? Does anything work here? I was like, my man. And when you found uh, out he had like one line, he was the um, elevator dude in the Omen, right? <laughs> They were like, they were like, you've worked with. And he's like, you know, it's a small part, small part. But you could, be, but you could do this. Like they kept shitting on that part. <laughs> One of the greatest horror movies of all time. They were just shitting on the fact that he's like, yeah, man, it was a small part. You know, smart. We got. <laughs> he's like, oh my. He was like, I worked with Roman Polanski. He's like, oh, that's right. That's where I know you from. Yeah, you were the elevator, elevator. attendant. <laughs> you had like five lines. They kept shitting on my man. They kept shitting on my man. Oh man! Also, uh, Roman Polanski. So, fuck Roman Polanski. Let's just say right. it in the podcast. Yeah, right. I think people are okay with saying fuck Roman Polanski. Real people quick. still make movies with him. Like, Real quick. What are you gonna do? Come to America, huh? What are you gonna do? Come here and say you gonna come to my face? <laughs> you gonna do? Roman? You gonna come over to the states, Roman? He's, I love. Literally, will never hear we'll this. Never hear this. Hey, you never know. You never I, know. I you never know. Bet so much money. <laughs> See, now you, now you jinxed me. Now you jinxed me. I'm going to show me the Oscars one day. Hey, man, you know, Roman heard what the fuck he said. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, that nigga coming after you, man. Roman don't fuck with you, though. Is he not in jail? Like, no, because he nah, won't come he, to the States. Oh, he, uh, yeah, he fled. He but fled. Not, just, not just the States. He fled another country, too. Yeah, right? wherever he is, you can only do films with him there. Like, he will never come outside there's of another Euro- There's a European country where he was going to go to jail, too, and he fled that country. Huh. I think wow. it may be his own country. Wow. This took a turn. Yep. You talk about Robert Polanski and Bill Cosby in the same episode. Well, it, it was all the, this is in this movie. Yeah, it's the, t- it's the time. It's, that's, they is were, this is 1973, 74, and 75. Robert Polanski probably had not done anything at that point yet. Oh, he probably hadn't done it yet? Yeah, no. I mean, I mean he still makes movies now, so. To Did Sharon you? Tate. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, uh, what? Else? Now I lost my train of thought. Uh, but yeah. So they're like they they he buy. Sorry, he doesn't. He doesn't even rent it. He tells the manager of this like old motel or hotel where people used to perform at. Uh, that he would get all of the like crackheads away. Well, not crackheads because they weren't crack back then. But all of the junkies away. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'll like you know manage the upkeep and so he gets it for free so they're shooting there uh they steal electricity <laughs> which is wild yeah was for, that not an to, exciting to moment power the whole it was nice like and they you know the music and all the lights coming on i oh. did think my man was about to get electrocuted and fall off the, Me too. the building though i was I like oh, he's about to die that this movie definitely made you like at certain points i was like is this all gonna come crashing down yeah like, i thought I, so at one point you kept thinking it because you had no idea where it was going to go also wesley was Wesley was so over it. When they did their first fight scene. That was so funny. When they're outside. It's terrible. It was terrible. And, and he said, is there any way we could shoot this so that it looks like he's actually punching him? <laughs> and then the guy, the DP is just like, there is no such angle. 
Yeah, it was so good. There is no such angle. But then that makes it so funny. Is <laughs> they're having this whole That's conversation. That's such a great line. <laughs> and they're having this conversation as the fight is actually happening. Yeah. And then Wesley and then goes, I mean, uh, Eddie is so tired proceed. afterwards. Like he did something real. How, and then he goes, he goes, he goes, uh, and then he, they finish. And, then, and he's like, how was that? How was it? <laughs> Wesley's life just goes. I see no reason for us to do that again. <laughs> and he's like, uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> yo, Wesley, dog. Wesley was so good. That's I don't understand why. Because he's like clearly not into it the whole, the whole time. time. But then why, and that's he's a why I don't understand why he's like, all oh, that pain you're feeling. Use it. Like, where does that note? Because he, because from. because it I get because <laughs> he come, says come, that it comes from a feel good movie man no 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 he says it <laughs> he on. says it after the scene where he sees um, Eddie give over everything he has to the to the white guys to get more money because remember he's around the corner yeah. he just happens to spot it so he at right. this point he sees like oh man this dude has literally put everything he owns into it because you hear um, right. Eddie say it's like things he now he could have walked away at any point and he's like no I'm gonna he's I'll. doubled down. Oh, yeah. He put, literally at that point, he put everything into it. You know what I mean? But then his departure <laughs> yeah, is so... Somebody, they ran out of film. His departure is so People had to be wrong. Because like, I don't think it, I don't even think it was a departure. It was like, hey, man. It's over. It's like, hey, if you're going to do this, just try your best to do, be good at it. Because he still shits on him after this movie. Like, he leaves. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, so like the he way went, he left was so... But it wasn't a departure when he was, like, being nice to him. It. it was like, hey, man, you no, did everything. I, I, I meant, de- by departure, I meant when he leaves. When, oh, when he leaves. Oh, when he, when he actually, yeah, leaves at the end, and he's like, yeah, it feels right, like well, uh, you know. <laughs> we did this. It won't we be up in the ass. Remember, he, it, it plays on point for his character. His character thought he was bigger than this, and he got up, he booked a job, and he was like, I've got a call from Black Caesar, so I... So fuck everybody. No, it's like, yeah, that's kind of that what it might was. Might as well be what he said. That's kind of what it was, and it was so funny. Uh, and then what's the conversation he had uh, with the? I forgot her name. Uh, lady, about lady, the sex Reed. scene. It was about the sex scene. About he, the sex this scene. was great. This this was great because he wrote this sex scene into the movie, and like. At least it definitely just seemed like he was like, I can do whatever. I'll yeah, do anything. I'll, do, sexy. It. I'll just do the sex scene. And then when they get there, he realizes like, no, this I gotta is going to be a mess. Like, I'm going to film it. I'm going to be with her. I'm going to be all I, fat. I, I, like, yeah, yeah. It's just like, this is going to. And then, you know, she says something like, um, you know, sometimes when I'm having sex, I'm just like, I can't wait for it to be over. You know, so I'm saying it could be funny. Yeah, make it funny. It could be funny. <laughs> make it funny. And then they do, it is a slapstick sex scene, and it's amazing. Yeah, the wall, Paul. The, the, the paintings on the wall, or the pictures on the wall, are moving feet. They're going up and down. So is the, so so is the, so is the chandelier. The chandelier. <laughs> the chandelier is going <laughs> And then Wesley had no idea. And then, you know what's so funny? Because... Like Wesley had no idea, and neither did Keegan. And like once it was over, everyone just died laughing. I was like, "Yeah, man, that's all you want, man." And he was so respectful because you know what it was. It was one of those things. Like I feel like you hear actors talk about it all the time, but like sex scenes are never fun. Like a kissing scene is never exciting. You know what I yeah. mean? And the fact that like he was so uncomfortable, 
But like he was trying to make sure the woman was comfortable, but then also make sure that like everything just was in place. Like it was cool to see that and just not some dude being like, all right, let's get it on. Because you know when people thought he wrote the scene, he thought he was going to be like, yeah, right, like a, a yeah. suit. I'm going to be here with this naked white woman. Yeah, like I, you know what people thought. And he's like, nah, man, that's not what it is. It's not how I even treat this situation. Yeah. And I kind of like that he had respect for what that part of it was, <laughs> you know? Yo, the roof blew. It fell down and then fireworks it was Blew great it, it was great i can't wait to watch this movie i'm gonna, I'm you're gonna, gonna watch, watch it you're gonna watch today you're gonna watch Dolomite? <laughs> i mean i thought it was great man and then you know just skipping ahead like when we get to that the, the ending scene like with him and then the, the kung fu uh the kung fu women fighting i thought was great mm-hmm. i thought was it wesley's death scene was just insanity he pulls out his intestines it was just insanity insanity Crazy. Great. I mean, it was so cool too because even when Wesley like leaves and says these kind of horrible things, the fact that you realize like, like when you realize like they still made a movie, which is so hard to do, especially in the seventies, and they all kind of had that joyous moment afterwards, no matter what this dude bullshit he just says. Like that was so cool. Like I remember even when we did projecting, like once we were done, I was like, oh man, we finished this thing. Right. You yeah. know, like we we put our own money up at certain points, like we finished it, and that's so hard to just finished <laughs> yeah so i was like so happy for them That's i don't know i didn't know where it was gonna go like i didn't know honestly i knew dolomite was like known but i didn't know if it was a good move i didn't know like what was the success of it but i was like oh man at least this moment right here they all have shared that feeling of completion you know yeah yeah though i wasn't i like they everybody was like we did it but i was like yo you gotta sell this movie because you've put literally all everything that you own yeah. and save yeah and so Terrifying, then yeah we man. get that scene where he's just so he's trying to sell a movie and people are just like no yeah, yeah. Uh, every theater so every every, theater. every com- distribution even bob odenkirk and him say no yeah. they say no um too. and so he can't sell it and he realizes he has no money uh and then you have, we have this diner scene where it's like, you pay for your strawberries. <laughs> you pay for this. I like strawberries. Okay. I got no money for the strawberries. And then like he has to go back on tour. That's where he meets Chris Rock. You know? And then Chris, and then Chris Rock is like, all right. Yeah. And he filmed this thing. Dolomite, can you give us a little, like, tell us when, when it's coming out? And he's like, well, I, I would. You know you know, I would, but uh, I, I, I actually, I can't. I Come no, on, man. I, when I, is it coming out, man? Well, tell the people. I give me not, a scoop. I do not know. Just a little taste, man. If I could give you a taste, I would give you a taste, but I just, I do not have it. Uh-huh. Okay, here's the song. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Hey, man. What, <laughs> yeah, what you doing, what man? What you doing, man? You got me on the air? You know, it's so funny, too, what because- you doing? Uh, I love how mad he got. <laughs> being a product of today, like, like my first thought was, like, couldn't he just say, like, yeah, man, studio, nobody's biting. Like, like how do I get, nah, you know, man. like- You can't like, do that you now. No, then- You can bring that now. I, I, well, I- I would say something like that now if it was like, yeah, no, I mean, I wish it was coming out. Like, you just start putting pressure on people and then people would get by, people would get behind it. Like, if you said something like that now, right. people would get behind it. Because there's like, a back means, then, it's a like, viral means for right, it yeah. to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that. Like, uh, that was such a crazy, like, oh, yeah, this is, I'm, I'm my age is showing. But now. then it was dope because he put, like, man, this is funny. I don't know if you can do that. For, for, he said, for look, so my days. cousin... Oh, or whatever. Manages like, a movie theater. Manages right? a movie theater. Here's his number. Maybe he'll play your movie. Yeah. And so, cause that person gets the thing. And he's like, yeah, man, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, uh, $500. And he's like, okay, $500. All right. Yeah, sure. Uh, when, when do I get the check? He's like, 
No, you pay me $500. Wait, I got to pay you? And he's like, yeah, but then you get all the ticket sales. So if you do well, you make a lot of money. And a piece, and a piece of, I think he got a piece of the concession too, right? No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, because the guy said, oh, so do I get a cut of the popcorn too? And he's like, no, no, concession money is mine. You get the ticket But he gets the box office. He gets the whole box office. For paying $500, he gets the box office. The full box office. That's good. So it's like, how many seats were there? It looked like uh, a lot. But it's so funny, it's man. Probably like eight hundred, like right? It's like eight, it looked like like eight hundred seats. So if it's like eight hundred thousand seats, you know, if the movie's what two dollars, yeah, you did all right. You probably okay. made five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, he makes he his money back. money back. He makes his you money back. You can make your money back and, and then, probably and double. Then, yeah, five hundred. It's so funny because it's like. Man, that concession is such a game because it's so che- those products are so cheap and you just mark them up for like. One bag of popcorn, yeah. one huge bag of popcorn at the movie that I used to work at. I think I asked somebody, and it was maybe twenty dollars for the bag. But the bag can like make enough popcorn to last like an entire weekend. Yeah. So it's like, and then you're paying what nine dollars per bag? Jeez, I'm open a the movie theater. Fuck it. Yeah, bro. That's what we gonna get. Do. Mad money off of concessions. Call it wine. Mad and, money. I'm gonna call it wine and dine. No. Why? What? I don't know. I'm gonna call it <laughs> flicks, and don't worry. It's, I'm gonna figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> movies and foodies. See, because if you a foodie, you can come down to the movies. I like that. We got the food and the I movies. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Um, no. And so it does super well. And so then he starts selling it to different theaters. Oh, and Bob Odenkirk sees the box office numbers for Yes, like he they have somehow it's somehow he can see all been the... reported that I think because every movie theater has like they report they yeah. report their ticket sales to whatever the equivalent of like box office mojo right. is, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it was just wild to think though that like a theater like that little movie from being played at this theater in Illinois, like may like the reports of that is in variety. Like the yeah, like yeah. that f- I don't sure that doesn't happen anymore, but No, like I the, think it does. That, but that the report is pretty it's, it's not, in variety. It's not, well, I don't think it's variety. <laughs> like I, in that way. Like it was a variety that he was reading. I know, in. but I, I feel like even then it probably Well, <laughs> yeah. unless variety used to just be that. Yeah, like, yeah I, probably. It's, and then, it's probably just like a you know, some like like, like a report. insider publication yeah. thing that only industry people get a report yeah. of. Yeah. Um uh, so that they can see what, but it's weird that he's like reading it because I'm sure that doesn't really happen. Like people aren't like, especially now with social media, they they would they wouldn't have a need for somebody to sit yeah. down and actually look at the ticket sales for every single right. Theater but, in and America. also though, oh. but I think some no no he saw it first. I was like, did somebody show him that? Well, I think it's almost now like when there are people who like their job is to go on YouTube and look up like what is new and trending and what is like has a bunch of views. It's like it's almost the equivalent now, but like. Oh, this random kid has three million views on TikTok. Right. Maybe we gotta do something with this kid. You know? I mean, I'll say even Box Office Mojo will tell like sometimes in their breakdown, they'll be like, This movie came out in four theaters, but it's per theater average was right. this high. It's high. And it's like yeah, super yeah, high, yeah. and people are like, Oh, this movie might do really well, you mm. know. Uh, but it only came out in like literally four theaters, like what two do you in call New York it was and two that in way, LA. Right? Like uh oh out. What was that movie we watched? Overlord. It was like that, right? Like yeah. it came out in small amount of theater, but the but it's per theater average. And then it, and then it, yeah, high. probably went. High. And then it like opens big. Um, uh, but, but, but what was I gonna say? Oh, right. So that because of that, we have this fun scene with him and he's and Odenkirk, and he's like, "I'm not gonna be screwed." Uh, 
I loved this. This whole scene, oh, I was, it was like, like, he was like, man, it was great. He came in, he was ready, man. He was ready. Uh, but then they 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 make a deal. <laughs> I loved. I really loved the, you know, y'all y'all don't say anything. The reason you all are here is so that we can look like a legitimate organization. And they all walk in and they're like, <laughs> yo, Pit their clothes. suits were so bright. <laughs> There were so many pieces to their suit. We're going in so that we can look like a legitimate organization. And then in slow motion, they walk into it. It was great. Perfect. I mean, I thought it was great. They got got the deal. And seeing them go to the premiere, man. I mean, this is the best part. I was hoping because once we got to those reviews. Well, we don't even. Oh, right. So they're in the car to the way to the premiere, reading the reviews of the movie. I was nervous, man. And the reviews are trash. Yeah. People are like, this is the worst film I've ever seen. I was nervous. And then also thinking like, but there's also no way that the reviewers are who this movie was for. No, never. And this is like, I I literally was like, oh, right. These are critics. These are definitely white critics. Yeah. Reviewing like a. Yeah, uh, black exploitation film. Uh, and like yeah. the thing is, like it says, wait, one of the review was dolomite, more like dolomite. And he's like, dolomite? You mean dolomite? <laughs> and he goes, was it dolodol? Was it dolodol? Okay, it's interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yo, man, all reviews are bad. Yo, but when they come and then on, he's man. Like, and then, yeah, the other. What did the other? The one that he liked. And then was the one he like, like, look at this, this one. This one is right. This one is. And good. it was like dolomite. Is is isn't fitting for a blind goat or someone? <laughs> it is rude, vulgar, and crass. <laughs> it's just yeah. like crass, yeah, yeah, yeah. crude, it's and like, vulgar. Here's a good review. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> why is that good? <laughs> that's gonna make people want to go see just how crude, <laughs> vulgar, crass goat. it is. He wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong. Come on, man. y'all tell me I tear it up when like they showed up and like it was like pack pack. That, that shit had me, man. Yeah. I was like, that oh. made me happy. At that point, I had already read that it was considered one of the greatest black exploitations of all. I still didn't know. Uh, so yet. I was ready for. It. I didn't know. I still didn't know. I yet. didn't know either. But it was packed. The thing that made uh, me happy, the thing that was so cool, was that you know they're coming out. Everybody's treating them like they're they're like famous, and then he has the little kid, and the little kid starts like, is doing the same. You're my sh- biggest fan, you know. Yeah, and he's like. Oh, thank you, thank you. And then he like goes inside, and then he asks, and they're like, "Hey, uh, we're still up. Your seats are up front. Yeah, we got your reserved seats. Uh, you know, we, we want to get this started. You know, this is sold out. The uh, the the twelve o'clock is sold out. We're gonna be we're gonna be doing a two o'clock, and that's probably gonna be sold out as well. And they were like, he's like, two. These people are gonna be outside. Are gonna be waiting here till two a.m. Because I think it was eight. It was like eight, ten, twelve, yeah. two. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, they're gonna be waiting outside till two a.m. And he's like, yeah. He was like, oh, man. And then he like sees the little kid like waiting in line. He's like, you know what? Y'all go win. Like, I'm good. Uh, that was so I'm, cool. I've, they, see, I've they came seen here, the movie. I've seen the movie. They came here to see Dolomite. I'm a, you know. And he goes out and he just starts doing his stand-up bits like to this huge crowd. I was like, this dude is awesome, yeah, man. I'm playing with the kid. Really give the kid the cane for a second. I was like, dude, that dude's, that dude's dope. <laughs> yeah, that was really great. I know, man. Like, That's I, really lovely. Like, that part was like, that's what you want, yo. That's what you want. You want to go out and like, yeah, man, all that press stuff is cool, but it's like, man, no people ain't put you in there. These people out here did. Like, ah. So great. Yeah. And that was the, yeah. I mean, look. I, I, beautiful I, I, I don't have anything to say Hollywood, man. To me, the thing that's so beautiful is like, I, I, I know this one of those like really inspirational stories, but to me, it's like such a lesson to just say like, yo, if you bet on yourself, you're not guaranteed to like make it 
but you're guaranteed to feel better about yourself at least trying to do something that you want to do yeah. you know it'll make going to that day job that sucks a little bit easier knowing that like yeah when you're out of here you're gonna be at home writing whatever bit painting whatever painting you want to do like writing whatever poem a sign of the song and i'm like watching this movie just shows you gotta do it yourself yeah i mean technically to an extent a lot of the shit that we've done has just been ourselves, <laughs> like projecting with ourselves, this podcast with ourselves. For the most part, Netflix, that shit came from us. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, this shit does happen. It's stressful as hell getting there, though. It's stressful as hell during it <sighs> and after. But, you know, you still have some type of control over it. So that's the coolest thing about this. And I'm like, that's for everybody listening. It's like, yo, man, whatever that thing is you really want to do, if you can afford to take a risk, take it. You know, I know people got like some people got kids, people to take care of, like parents. Mm-hmm. But like, if you can afford it, to shoot for it, man. Be like, be like Rudy. Hell yeah. Um, here's what I want to say, because I mean, because look, because I know, because I was watching this movie and I was like, man, wow, this is like super interesting to see, because mm-hmm. it's like Eddie Murphy. You know, he's playing this dude who is a comedian mm-hmm. who like made like this like huge like comeback. I mean, you could call it a comeback. You know, yeah. and it was like him. Don't call it a comeback. No, but you could if you wanted he to call it. Comeback. He made BS. Call it a comeback. And then, and then you, while you're watching, you're like feeling like, man, they're kind of what? What are the parallels to Eddie Murphy's actual life? That like, what is he dealing with? What kind of, you know, thinking about like his own past that he's dealing with while this is going on? And I got to, it was thinking like that's probably what like Will Smith was going through when he was filming Gemini Man because in Gemini Man you know we he's just playing a younger version we... of himself you know he's playing a younger version of himself yeah and it's like you know there's some parallels you know and he's battling his younger version of himself is his younger version of himself better than he is now and which one is the one that's going to be on top where's the younger version and I feel of like that's a parallel Eddie or in this movie no no know. but like but Eddie but, but you start to think like are there connections to Eddie's own life when you watch the movie and I feel like when I was watching Gemini Man like are there connections to anyway is Gemini good is Gemini Man good no is it a good movie we we reviewed it like three weeks ago we I said just wanna, no. are you sure we reviewed it less than a month ago when was the last time you saw it though like a month ago <laughs> it's time for the cause I try to say I just we rate and review films out based on how much we like them but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood Hey. Yes. So we, if we think it fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. Mm-hmm. If we think it's kind of helped the cause, we give it a white palm. Yes. All right. Okay. If we think it did not help the cause at all, we do not give it anything. All right. Ooh. On the count of three, mm-hmm. we're going to raise our ratings. Okay, count of three. You ready? Yep, mm-hmm. I'm ready for this one. I'm talking about one. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Two. Are you doing a pimp thing? <laughs> I'ma say mother cracking three. Three black, black fists. Three we knew that. We knew that black fists. We knew that was going down. Wait, is that was that your was that your your pimp um thing? Mother uh, cracking. Uh, yeah, I'd say mother cracking. Mother cracking. Do you you don't say you didn't ad- adopt monkey fighting from the snakes on the plane I live? Even, I don't know what you're talking. Monkey about. fighting. What, what is snakes on the plane live? So when it's not live, but when it's on cable, uh, enough. I've had it with these monkey fighting snakes <laughs> on this Monday to Friday plane. Mon- Are you serious? Monday to Friday? Yeah. Why do they just say monkey fighting again? Nope. Monday to Friday plane. I love it. I'm here for it. <laughs> Monday to Friday. Yeah, I guess. You Monday to Friday. <laughs> I've always said mother cracking. Mother cracker. 
What? Mother. I gave it a fist because, again, I like aspirational stories. Like, I know this was kind of, I know we could have used more, like, of the grit of it, but there was just something about, like, seeing, like, this black dude who was older, who had everything against him, kind of succeed. And it was cool to see, like, his, fr- I think the most important to me was, like, his friends helped. And it wasn't like him trying to convince anybody. It wasn't like one of his boys was like, you were stupid for doing this. It was like, hey, I don't know how I can help. But I'm here to help. And I feel like if I personally went to one of my friends and been like, hey, man, can you help me with this? I feel like people would try to figure it out and like help to at, at the greatest extent that they could, you know? And I love that aspect of it. And I love that he actually succeeded and he did it by himself. You know, I feel like we live in those times where like we always want people's approval. But then there's something about people who are like, I know I will never get your approval unless I force you to see it the way I see it. And I think that's very cool. And that's something I kind of aspire, aspire to myself. It's like, you won't, I'm not the dude you're going to pick. I'm under six foot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, you ain't going to pick me. So I'm going to force you to. And I love that. I love it. Yeah, I mean. And there's so many short action heroes. I don't know why you keep bringing this because up. Not, not that many anymore. And not people of color. Not really anymore. That's true. Literally no I mean, person of color action heroes under six foot. Well, Kevin Jamie Foxx. I mean, Kevin Hart, is it? Is he an action? I mean, I mean, he they make fun of him for being little. Literally, his bit in Jumanji is the fact that he is. That's his bit little. generally. That is his yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm saying like, um, I think, because yeah, Eddie's not that short. I mean, Jamie, I guess. But Jamie started as a comedian, so I don't know. But Jamie doesn't How short is Jamie Foxx? Jamie's like, my, he's 5'9". So Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Jamie's not that tall. Only because I've seen him and I was like, oh, chef, thought you were going to be six foot. And I was like, yeah, brother. But I think it's a secret. Sorry, Jamie, if I spoiled it, but. I gave it a fist for the same reasons that I gave it a fist. That's it. <laughs> wow. I gave I it a go, fist I because go into it some more if you all want me the to actors are amazing. I think everybody's going to get some more stuff after this. I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, that is that. <laughs> no, yeah. Thank you. Um, that's that. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, watch it for real, for real. Watch it if right. you can. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, definitely watch it. it. is It is certainly worth watching if you have not seen it. Um, it's so fun. So many, so many amazing black actors. Ti is in it for a scene, baby. We already we said this a thousand. I years. know, but I'm yeah. just saying it again. Ti, baby. You can follow us at Blackman Podcast <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website where you can uh, go to links to our merch. Also, a link to uh, our Patreon where we have two bonus episodes that Uh-oh. come out every single month. We are reviewing Watchmen. Or well, we did. Sorry, we did. Yeah, review. we did that already. Um, Maybe, but check and, that out. Uh, what else do I have to say? Oh, if you rate and review us on iTunes, give us five stars. We'll read your review on the air. Yes. Uh, do, 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 do. This what? Wait, I don't think I read this one. Oh wait! Did you find my man's. <laughs> Hold on, no. Actually, yeah. Let me find. Let me find that old one. So okay. you guys, you guys talk. I'm going to find you. Uh, I can oh. just do. I guess my personal plugs. Oh, James ahead. Third Comedy. James Third Comedy. Dot com. Third is three R D. Uh, and like, and thanks to everybody who came out to the live show that we had. Yes. here in LA. We had a good little crowd. Thank you for coming. Thanks to my man's for the comic book. I meant. I know, I bring it so that I can shout you out directly. I will do it next time. Oh, also, November 8th. Yes. We nope. are going to be performing at the New York Comedy Festival. Oh, oh yes. yeah. Get them so ticks. What is that? Astronomy the, that's Club. this week. That's, the, that's, that's this that's week. This Friday. Friday, Friday 10 p.m. This, this came out. 
Well, <laughs> you can follow me at Gerard Milligan on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you know, tweet at me something like I love finding memes. That's that's my new go to is like a bunch of different memes. I'm really into like these um, the voiceovers that when like black dudes are just voiceover like old cartoons and just make them hood as hell for no reason. Mm. People probably noticed it with Ninja Turtles. I think like two years ago they, they redid the movie. I just saw another one with like um, um, superheroes. And I was like, I love all of this. Uh, so, yeah. Tweet at me or DM me some um, gifs. Okay. I love them. I'm assuming this is the review that I forgot to read. This is House of Mosaic. Love the Spider-Man uh, there into, we go. The, into the Spider-Verse episode. Hi, guys. Thanks so much for episode about the new Spider-Man. I hadn't planned on seeing it until I listened to the podcast. Your amazing review and high energy made all the difference. And my daughter and I laughed out loud and had a blast watching it love it hey i'm happy you read that because when that dude walked up on you at the show i like bro you on your own uh, you on your own with this my man my man like he can like like he like curl a car and i was like respect brother get your get your review read get your review. Slow, i slowly walked away from braylock so i was like oh man what let me go oh, ahead i wasn't even, was even here I'm like, let me go ahead and get this water dumb <laughs> It's like, nah, he was super nice. He was super nice. Him and his girlfriend was nice. Yeah, but thank you for everybody that came out, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I've read everything. And and yes. for Patreon, we're doing, like, is Patreon going to be out? Like, we got some dope stuff on Patreon right now. You know, we're going to have Watchmen on there, episode one. Yeah. Starring Regina. Regina <laughs> King. Yo, I just, I love seeing that poster and seeing a black woman on that poster. Abdul-Mateen II. It's really cool, man. Like she's a darker skinned woman, a darker skinned woman, and like her costume is black, but like the lighting on that show was so perfect that like you never miss a beat. It's like it's so uh. Scooter right. Becker's on a beat. Uh. Yeah. Uh, what do we do next week? Do we know? We no. do not currently. I know. mean, black and blue is out, but we'll see how that does before I think we 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 lock yeah. that in. All right. Well, we will see you next week. Peace. Peace. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarchet. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.